Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. I'm your host. My name is Chris Busher. I had an incredible opportunity a few minutes ago to interview a very unique musician, uh, Christian therapist, um, someone that is really making some real headway for the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he's doing it not only in a very practical way on an everyday basis, but by using his uh, musical talents uh, that has been with him for many years, since I believe around the age of 10, uh, he is reaching people that maybe never would have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, He has hit songs in Canada and all over the world. I am interviewing today Brady Novotny. Now, this man, he can be contacted on on Facebook, on Instagram, on his website, on YouTube. Uh, Just a real, real great individual. I was just really excited to be able to interview him. Uh, Powerful story. Uh, Some some things that I saw in there were similarities in how both of us grew up uh, coming into the Catholic Church uh, and hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ and just seeing how, how the message of Jesus Christ, Him crucified, and His love for us individually and for the entire world, just how it just changes everyone. Uh, and so it's just a, it's a real blessing to be able to interview this guy, and I can't wait for you to be able to hear his story and, and possibly later even connect with him. Uh, I did happen to download a couple of his songs, uh, and I just really appreciate it, and I can't wait to show some of my students uh, here in Iowa um, here at our, at our at our school, uh, just just to kind of really just tap into what God is doing in many different places around the world. So before I begin, before we even get into it, let me go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer, and let's just get right to this right away. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you so much. God, we thank you for every single gift that you've given us. We thank you for every talent that you've given us, each and every person individually, Father, that you have you have called them, you have set them aside, and you have given them special talents and special abilities to use in your name. Father, we ask for an increase right here today. Father, for everyone listening, for everyone around the world that is listening to this either today or 10 years down the road, whatever it is, Father, bless them. Bless them in Jesus' name. Hold on to them tight and lead them to know who you are. Father, you are love. You are mercy. You are kindness. You are justice. You are everything that we desperately need. Father, you are. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Tired of no one seeing your Instagram posts? Have a product or service that's not getting the online attention it deserves? 
Ready to level up? At Busher's Social Media Marketing, we have just what you or your business have been looking for. Our team of dedicated professionals are ready to help you grow and engage your audience. No spam, no bots. Just good old-fashioned quality social media marketing. Visit Busher'sSMM.com today. Ready to jumpstart your career? Want an adventure of a lifetime? Uncle Sam's International is looking for language teachers who are highly motivated and have what it takes to grow and expand their thriving ESL school in Brazil. We need teachers for English, Spanish, Italian, and more. Visit Uncle Sam's International on Facebook today. All right, so joined with me tonight uh, through the airwaves, uh, we have a very special guest, uh, Brady Novotny. Uh, he is joined with us uh, through through the telephone. Brady, welcome to Faith and Family Fellowship. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. It is our pleasure to have you uh, here with us, uh, to be able to speak with us for a few minutes. Uh, Brady, one thing that we do with every single person that comes on the show, one of the most important things possible is to get their Christian testimony to figure out why it is uh, people believe in Jesus Christ, uh, who Jesus Christ is to them and how the whole conversion experience happened. Uh, Brady, will you go ahead and just kind of tell us your story? Tell uh, a lot of our listeners who maybe do not know who you are, uh, go ahead and just, just talk to us. Sure, sure. Um, I always had a, an interest in God um, from a very young age. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, as an introverted uh, personality type, I guess, and, and so I was very always... Um, introspective and very, um, I guess, tuned to uh, spiritual things, I, I believe. And um, I, I, my family was was uh, Roman Catholic, um, and I never liked going to church, but I always liked God. Um, and I, even at a young age, I would often, you know, draw pictures of stained glass windows and everything, and and on top of it, and uh, I would always say, God is love. And I didn't, you know, at a very young age, I didn't, I, I, I didn't realize, you know, what I was doing. I, at least I don't think, I don't know how I knew God was love, but I just, I would write it and draw these pictures. Um, so, you know, I, you know, as, as my family took me to CCD class and, and all that stuff, I got you know, confirmed and everything, and, and at the age of, like, I would have to say 17, um, I felt I, I needed something more. I, I always felt I wanted to go a little bit deeper, and uh, I can remember staying home from school one day, and the 700 Club was on, and I turned on the, the TV, or I was watching the TV, and I was just watching it, and of course they say that prayer at the end, and I, I was like, yeah, I, I, you know, this makes sense to me, so I said it. And um, just something on the inside of me said, I, I need to go buy a Bible. So I went out to the local mall here uh, where I live in Pennsylvania, and um, at the time, the big Bible at the time was called The Book, and it was a green Bible, and I think it had a candle on the front or whatever, but it was called The Book, and I believe it was maybe even sponsored by the 700 Club, I'm not sure. But I bought it, and I just started reading it. And um, from that moment on, I, I you know, um, actually, you know, my whole family came to Christ. 
um, within the next couple years down the road and um, just through uh, what God did in my life and transforming from not there's anything I believe there's definitely Christians in the Catholic faith and people who love Jesus and everything like that I just uh, felt uh, I, I needed more and God was calling me in a different direction so um, you know so I think that's kind of the start of my story it's a pretty lengthy story but um, that's at least this at least the start of it. Yeah, I, I, I found it very interesting, actually, how you grew up as a Roman Catholic. I did as well. Uh, I for, for completely forgot all about the CCD classes. Uh, I never actually had to take sure. those because I actually went through the Catholic school system, but a lot of my friends that went to you know, public school, they had to go through the CCDs, and I, re- I remember helping teach that. It was a, it was a fun thing as a, as a kid. Uh, do you remember mm. what show it was on the 700 Club that really kind of got your attention? I, I do not know who they had on, um, what guests or anything. I just, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it just was one of those moments of, of, uh, you know, something about it, you know. And I know Pat Robertson gives kind of like a bad rap, but you know, he was a, you know, he, <laughs> he was a, a piece of my, uh, you know, walk, you know, yeah. and, and you know, I mean, how can you, I can't say anything bad? You know, I mean, you know, I mean, so. Um, you know, for me, it was a life changer, you know, so um, if that show wasn't on, I don't know where, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> God, God uses everything in every situation. Right. I, I find it, you know, really interesting as well, uh, how you would write God is love. And you you said that you never heard that scripture anywhere or any anywhere. Where do you think that came from? Uh, well, I'd have to say the Holy Spirit, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I, I don't know, um, you know, and maybe I heard it in CCD, you know, I, you know, cause I was, you know, a young kid and maybe they always said, God is love, God is love. And I, I, but I don't remember like a teacher telling me that or remember anything. I just remember, I like this, the way the stained glass windows looked and I tried to copy them and God was love. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was never about rules or anything like that. It was just more about, uh, you know, I don't know. It was a loving God, and uh, that's that's what I remembered. Um, at least maybe that's what he was <laughs> he was telling me. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. it's an absolutely true phrase, and I'm really glad that you know the Holy Spirit was able just to just to pierce you with that truth. Now, can you tell me what what have, what have you been doing the last uh, few years? I know that you have a lot of different passions. God's using you in many different ways. Uh, can you tell me a little about that? Yeah, I can take you on my journey here. Um, you know, uh, whenever I I guess I got you know, I guess you would call officially born again. I guess I mean, um, or the next stage of it, uh, however you want to look at it. You know. Um, I felt a, a call uh, or a direction leading into uh, ministry. And, and so, you know, I, I was a musician, so um, I, I played in my teenage years anyway. And, um, you know, like in the 18, 19, 20, um, I, I played in a, in a band, but we were sort of a positive band. You know, we, we didn't sing about anything negative. Um, but later on, I, I was called this, like, help start the music program at a church, in the inner cities, uh, inner city of Pittsburgh. And, um, you know, so that 
you know, that was a, a definitely, we were definitely doing a lot of uh, frontline work, as they call it, you know, a lot of homeless outreach and a lot of things. Unfortunately, the church didn't last. Um, it was, you know, it got pulled by the denomination that it was being funded by. Um, so then, you know, I continued on my quest with the worship music and stuff and uh, kind of went on a, a journey. Um, worked at a couple different churches, you know, and, uh, you know, was a worship leader and a music director. And so I, 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 uh, I, I did that for, for, for many, many years. And, uh, you know, it was definitely a, a, an enjoyable time. Um, but at some of these places you, you would play, you know, sometimes four or five times a week. And with, uh, you know, I remember I was playing, um, a Saturday night service, two Sunday morning services for the adults. I was playing a, a later Saturday night service after the adult service for the, uh, 20 somethings, you know, and then Sunday night I was playing youth group service. And then Wednesday was the mid, the midpoint service. So, I mean, it was end up being like, and plus all the rehearsals, I mean, I, I got really burned out. Yeah. I can imagine playing, with that many uh, hours yeah. a week. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And, um, it was, it was good for me, you know, but, um, I, I, I kind of got just burned out cause I was, I was playing worship music. I, I wasn't really playing anything of my own. I wasn't doing anything, uh, too creative, I guess. Cause I was just sort of, uh, from a music standpoint, just playing, you know, I was obviously leading worship, which is very important, but, um, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't creating anything. I was just like oh, the the latest Hill song I was playing or the latest this or the latest that. Um, so, you know, so you got kind of burned out. So I wanted a completely different direction and I um, went into counseling. I went back to school and got my master's uh, degree in psychology and counseling and uh, went to Liberty University. So, um, uh, so I got my degree in, in that and I became a licensed professional counselor. Oh, nice. Um, so I, yeah, I still wanted to help people, you know, yeah. I still wanted to do ministry and so had that bent and everything. So, um, so I was doing that for a, a while and, you know, I was still volunteering at my church and everything, you know, with music, uh, but not as intense. Now, um, as as a as a counselor, were you able? I mean, looking back, how, how long how long did you do that for exactly? Um, actually, I still do it. You now. still do it. Um, so yeah. Now, could is there yeah. with without breaking any type of you know confidentiality or anything like that? Could you kind of tell us of one situation where God has you know been able to use you uh, to be able just to give someone breakthrough? Um, yeah, it probably happens every every. I would assume almost every day. I mean, um, that, uh, you know, God shows up, uh, because, you know, it's sort of the role of the Holy Spirit of the counselor. So I, I don't take that lightly at all. And, uh, you know, I'm there to be non-judgmental and I'm there to, to provide a safe space for people to basically confess their sins almost, you know, I mean, it's really about, you know, finding them their peace and, and, and hopefully in some regard, reconciling their marriage and, um, and cause I'm also a certified sex therapist. So I, I have a lot of people that, you know, struggle in, in the areas of sexuality. And so, 
uh, I see a lot of different situations where, where God has shown up um, in people's marriages or in people's uh, sexuality. And, and I mean, to name one, I don't, I don't know. That'd be difficult. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like but, th- uh, there's a wide range that you do there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my, my focus is, is a lot on, I mean, the, the big thing nowadays is, is, is pornography addiction and, and people that really struggle and, um, sexuality and, and a lot of affair work and stuff like that. So that seems to be a lot that what comes through the door. Do you, you know, what, yeah. Do you ever get people that come through the door that just do not believe the gospel? I know that you're, you're a Christian, Christian therapist. So do you, do you get people that are, you know, not Christians coming in? I mean, how would, how do you deal with that? Do you come, come about it with the same standpoint? Um, well, the way we're, uh, in at least advertised, you know, when you say you're licensed professional counselors, really no, no, uh, religious affiliation with it, you know, um, but I can offer Christian counseling okay. if, if the, per, if the person comes in for it, you know, so it's aver- there's a, Christian counseling is actually nowadays considered a specialty. So, um, so yeah, it, I have all walks of life come in. Um, and you know, so it really, you know, for me as a person, it really, <laughs> I've really developed a, a lot of understanding and empathy for people. Um, because yeah, I've had atheists come in and, and, you know, eventually they Google me and find out, you know, what I do and <laughs> musically and, and all this other stuff. They're saying, oh, you're a Christian. And then they want to argue. And you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, it, it, it gets into, um, and they realize they actually like me. And I've had people actually stick with me for, for actually some time, you know, that, that like they, they really, they really like, the approach, even though they're not Christian or don't want to be Christian, they, you know, I've actually helped people, you know, like they come in with, you know, uh, you know, struggling in their marriage and, and hate God and all this other stuff. And then they would lose their job. And I'd say, you know what, I'm, I'm invested. I want to help you in your marriage. I'll do your counseling pro bono. And they say, why would you do that? Just because I said, you know, God will take care of me. Uh, it's not you don't pay me. God's going to pay me. So, and then they end up coming back to God oh, wow. just because of that one little simple gesture. You know. Yeah, man, that you know that's so, excellent. <laughs> now, so you know, yeah, yeah. So you you you've been a counselor for for how many years? Because you're you're still doing it now. But how many years mm-hmm. have you have you been practicing? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Uh, mm-hmm. now before, before each of the, each of the sessions, uh, do you, do you say any particular, spe- uh, specific prayer or do you position yourself in a way to be able to hear more, uh, from the Holy Spirit? How do you prepare yourself kind of to, you know, go fight this battle each and every day? Mm-hmm. Uh, me and God talk all day long in silence, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll say, um, but unless the couple or person wants prayer in the session i you know i mean that's right that's up to because it's their hour you know i am i am a hired professional so um so they're they're coming in for whatever and they can come in and tell me how much they hate god for an hour it's fine um you know or how how you know they feel that god has done them wrong and, and all that stuff but my job is not to you know 
sit there and saying, oh, well, here's what the Bible says that you're wrong in this, you know, eventually within that safe space and what they work out is that, you know, they come to peace with certain things. I mean, so, you know, the, I, I provide a space of empathy and, 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 you know, I've been mad at God too. I, I understand. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so, you know, but, um, you know, and there's a time for confrontation in those settings and there's a time for, you know, but it all has to be individualized and it all has to be, you know, led by God, you know? So, you know, if I feel that the Holy Spirit is prompting me to do something, then I will do it, you know, but, um, but I'm not going to step on his toes. Right. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Now I know that you, you mentioned that, uh, when you were, uh, doing worship leading at uh, this this church that you helped plant over in, in Pittsburgh. One thing that you mentioned was that you weren't being able to write your own songs, create your own music. You were, you know, just being, you know, kind of quote unquote the worship yeah. leader. Uh, I know that that's changed for you now. Can you can you tell us a little bit more uh, about what you're doing with on the music side? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I I had when I went into counseling, I had kind of said, well, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of going to put the guitar away and the music away. You know, I figured, you know, I'm going to grow up now, uh, <laughs> uh, get a real job, get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. And, and, um, you know, I think God was like, okay, yeah, you're going to do that for now. But, you know, um, but one day, you know, it hit me, um, and it was very strong, and I remember, you know, God wanted me to kind of, he's like, I want you to, you know, basically in, in prayer time, I want you to, to record a record. And I, and I was like, well, I don't have any songs. I haven't even picked up a guitar in probably four years. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> you know you're going to have to give these, give this to me. I was like, you know, I was like, cause I don't know what to do and I don't know what's going on. And then within a year, or I would say within probably six months, you know, I had all the songs, um, you know, and, uh, you know, and just the right place to record it and everything kind of came together and, you know, the right people on the record. And, and, you know, I made this record within a year and a year and a half. And, and, um, you know, right now it's, it seems to be doing very well. Uh, one of the songs actually was number three on the iTunes chart in Canada. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. So, you know, it's like kind of, uh, kind of cool to see some of these things happen, uh, you know, music being played all over the world. So, um, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's God breathes music, but it, it's not worship music, meaning it's not like praise and worship music where you would hear, get a hill song, you know, or right. Bethel or something like that. But it's, um, it's definitely uh, music that I feel that God has, um, you know, wanted me to play. So, um, so yeah, I, I think people are responding to it well and very happy with, with what it's been doing and looking forward to where he'll take it because I didn't really want to do this in the beginning. I mean, it was like not my plan, but then he changed it. And <laughs> so here I am. Yeah. Now, if you could tell us about one song, your favorite song, right? And I'm sure that, you know, all of these are your favorites, but can you tell us a little bit of a story about one of these particular songs? Why, you know, you decided to create this song, how it, how it came to be and why it's significant for you? Sure. Um, uh, I, probably one of them, the, well, there's, well, yeah, the one, 
that comes out to my mind right now is uh, the song The Journey Home. Uh, and I started writing that song. My, my mother became very ill um, in the year, uh, it was like 2016 or 17, I think it was 16. And I started to write the song uh, while she was in the hospital. And then she passed away. And um, I had this like quarter of a song completed, you know, and, and I know I needed to finish it for her. Uh, she never heard it, at least, well, she's heard it now, but she had you know, obviously in heaven, but yeah. uh, she never heard it with human ears, I should say. Um, but it was really about her journey of her struggle because she was ill for a very long time. And um, she always you know, had a faith in, in God and, and, and Christ and everything. And um, so that song was sort of a, her journey to heaven. And, and the song plays out, you know, um, you know, there's these like verses that, that, that are really a, a big struggle in her life of, of between her and her illness that she struggled. And she had so many illnesses, um, uh, everything from rheumatoid arthritis to, uh, I, I can go on and on and on. It's really not that important, but, um, but anyway, you know, I even go through the whole song and the song, you know, of, of when I actually talked to her, the night that she actually pulled her own plug on her um, a ventilator. Um, so uh, she was um, on a ventilator and I, my dad called me and said, she's, she's going to go home now. <laughs> so I, even though she had a tube in her throat, I was able to talk with her. Yeah. And, um, and so the song uh, kind of reflects that whole moment. And then, uh, then I had a kind of a, just a thing in my heart, a happiness in my heart when she got to heaven. And that's sort of what I did at the end of the song. The, the, the song becomes very happy. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like she's entered into a rest. So that song for me is very cathartic and very um, spiritual. And, and just anybody who has lost anybody and knows they're in heaven, you know, and I've had actually people even write to me and, and say, is this song about this? And I said, well, yes, it is. And I said, can I use it for, I lost my husband three, I was like, absolutely, that's why it's written. You know, so it's just really a cathartic way to deal with grief and and losing of a loved one. So. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm filled with some mixed emotions about the song right now. I really want to <laughs> listen to this song. Uh, where Where can my listeners actually go to listen to this song? Yeah, well, um, you know the uh, if Spotify is the place where it's all streamed, um, and uh, you can just type my name, Brady Novotny, into Spotify. Um, unfortunately, that's the only streaming site that has it. Other than that, uh, feel free to uh, it's on you know iTunes or Amazon, or you can buy a physical copy at my website. You know. Um, so it's definitely there. Um, and then I, on my YouTube clip, I even tell the story. It's not, the song's not on there, but the story is like a two and a half minute clip on my YouTube channel. It's called the journey home. I, I just talk about what I just did and, and, uh, it tells the story of the song. You can hear a little bit of a clip of it. In yeah. There. I can't wait so. to, to actually get out of the studio and, uh, go home and get on my Alexa and have her download this song for me. Uh, for yeah. all of my listeners out there. Uh, that maybe are, are interested in this as well. Can you tell us the name of that song one more time? Was It was Journey Home? 
The Journey Home. The yeah. Journey Home. I can't wait mm-hmm. to actually listen to that tonight. Uh, now, as as we come to the end of this of this interview, I, first of all, I want to thank you for taking the time uh, to speak with us sure. and to speak with all of our listeners here at Faith and Family Fellowship. Uh, where can my listeners connect with you? Uh, to, not only to get to to your music, but to connect with you personally. Are you? I know you mentioned you're sociable. That you are on YouTube as well and Instagram. Where Where would you like them to connect with you? Yeah, anywhere. Um, you know, it's uh, Facebook's uh, Brady Novotny Music, and Instagram's Brady Not Brady Novotny Official, and Twitter Brady A Novotny. Uh, and of course, you have uh, just type my name into uh, YouTube. And if you're in the Pittsburgh area, Pennsylvania, um, uh, you know, um, you know, I I, I um, play at uh, Victory Family Church which is uh, one of the larger churches in the Cranberry Township area here. And, um, you know, and then I play around the city um, a lot. So, you know, um, I'll be actually going to be opening up for um, David Leonard, who is the uh, one of the guys for All Sons and Daughters. Um, We're going to be opening up for him at the Hard Rock Cafe in September. So, yeah. Praise God. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Now, can I ask you one last favor uh, before we close the show? Will you just say a prayer blessing over all of our listeners here today? Uh, just just uh, help close us out in prayer. Sure. Father, we just uh, thank you for our time here together, Lord. And, and I just hope that uh, the words that I've spoken are from you and, 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 and that something that uh, was said was just to be able to help someone else, Lord. And, of course, everything that we do and our endeavors may glorify you and your name we pray amen thank you so much for yeah. for taking the time to be interviewed by us i hope you have a great night god bless you all right you too thanks yep you've just listened to the faith and family fellowship podcast with your host pastor chris busher faith and family fellowship podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading subscribe today to faith and family fellowship podcast on itunes or google play for more fantastic daily content visit pastor chris busher online via facebook youtube and instagram don't miss the next episode on faith and family fellowship podcast